0: Welcome to Positive Rate, an Allied Pilots Association podcast.
1: I'm Captain Sander Mertz, the Deputy Chair of the Communications Committee. Tammy's on vacation this week. Today, I'm welcoming Captain Steve Pacheco, the newly appointed Chair of the STOP Committee. Congratulations on the new position, Steve.
0: Hey, thanks a lot, Sander. I appreciate that and the introduction. If you don't mind, I would like to start off by thanking Captain Gemma Meehan from Boston. Without her leadership and dedication to the pilot group, We would not be here where we're at today. I would also like to welcome Captain Andrea Hoover from Chicago, who will be the new Deputy Chair of STOP.
1: The Board of Directors recently instructed you to begin a strike authorization vote. Can you tell us exactly what a strike authorization vote is?
0: A strike authorization vote is authorizing the APA Board of Directors to call a strike when it's both legal and necessary. Uh, You know, it's a step in the process of authorizing the strike is important as it displays our resolve to the media, Wall Street, passengers, and ultimately management. If the call is necessary, we are ready to take every step to gain an industry-leading contract we deserve.
1: And when will the voting begin?
0: Voting begins the 1st of April and ends April 30th.
1: How can pilots make sure that the strike vote is effective?
0: Say an effective strike authorization vote has to have the maximum participation with the overwhelming number of yes votes. I'm going to hold myself accountable. I'm going to hold everybody else accountable. Every pilot needs to hold their friends and crews accountable. Text, call, send a carrier pigeon to your friends. I really don't care how it happens, dude. Just make sure you vote and they vote. If you're on an overnight, ask the captain and the first officer that you're flying with if they have voted. If they haven't, show them how to do it.
1: You know, during concourse conversations, one thing that I've heard from many of our pilots is that they want to do something to help negotiations at the table. And I think this is our opportunity to do just that. This really sends a signal of our unity and our dedication to get exactly what we must have to management and to the outside world. It's really important for pilots to cast their vote when the vote opens in April. APA has told management that actions speak louder than words when it comes to negotiating at the table. And every board of director and every national officer agrees with that. They've signed a letter saying it. And the same thing applies to pilots. Our actions speak louder than words, too. It's time for our pilots to take action, and this next action is going to be a strike vote.
0: Sander, the board has called the pilots to action. This strike vote represents our collective commitment to a new contract. I'll be ready to strike the minute the law allows it and the board directs it. But until then, I'm ready right now to do what it takes to ensure our pilots get a contract that has the best quality of life, best benefits, and best pay in the industry. Every pilot needs to vote yes for a strike.
1: You mentioned earlier that you're going to be in the airport speaking with pilots next month.
0: Myself and my team are going to be traveling around each domicile throughout the month of April to discuss the importance of the yes vote and to discuss what else you can do to help ensure our industry-leading contract.
1: Thanks for all your hard work, Steve. I know I had spoken to Wes Smith recently, and he's in charge of our National Communications Network. He looks forward to working with the STOP Committee over the next few months as we accomplish this strike authorization vote and anything else that we have to do going forward to make sure the pilots are informed. So look for us in airports in April will be there so that every pilot feels confident that they are able to cast a, a knowledgeable vote during our strike authorization balloting. I look forward to casting my vote, and uh, thanks again for joining us. Hope we're able to have you back again sometime soon.
0: Yeah, thank you, Sander. Remember, I'm ready to strike. I'm
2: voting yes. You do the same. Thanks, brother.
1: Next up, the Contract Compliance
2: Minute. This is First Officer Ryan Doris with this week's Contract Compliance Minute. Today we are discussing reserve assignment cancellations. I'm heading to the airport and my assignment experienced a misconnect, illegality, or cancellation prior to sign-in. What do I do now? In this situation, a reserve pilot can voluntarily call crew scheduling and notify them of the desire to return to an all-call status or report for their last known assignment and commence a flight duty period. After a misconnect, illegality, or cancellation, a reserve pilot may be rescheduled for Section 2HH. There is no contractually prescribed timeline for this to occur, but we do not sit airport reserve. If you report for a trip, you require either an assignment or a release into domicile rest with a two-hour report no-go pay-only sequence notated on your HI-1. You will have to contact Crew Scheduling to get this pay. Section 2HH reschedules apply to all pilots, while Section 15N reassignments only apply to line holders. This is the subject of Presidential Grievance 18, -033. For a deeper dive into the subject, please visit page 41 of the Compass Projects Reserve User Guide. Thanks, Sandra.
1: Over the next few episodes of Positive Rate, we're going to start a series of short segments about what the Railway Labor Act is and how negotiations between airlines and pilot unions work. I know many of our listeners will know much of this, but we encourage you to listen and brush up. Some of the details are important, especially as we progress deep into negotiations. First up this week, what is the Railway Labor Act? The Railway Labor Act was enacted in 1926 and amended to include the airlines in 1936. It governs labor relations between airline companies and airline unions, including pilot unions. And it's actually remarkably short at only 29 pages. The RLA has three primary purposes. First and foremost, it's to avoid interruption to interstate commerce. It also protects the rights of airline employees to organize and bargain collectively. Finally, it also provides for the prompt and orderly settlement of all disputes. An example of this would be the grievance process. The collective bargaining process specifically, uh, and that's commonly described as just negotiations, is defined by Section 6 of the Railway Labor Act. And that's why you'll sometimes hear contract negotiations called Section 6 negotiations. There are some other notable sections, including Sections 4 and 5, which outline the National Mediation Board, also known as the NMB. Uh, We'll get to that in a later episode. Sections 7 and 8 describe the arbitration process. And Section 10 talks about the Presidential Emergency Board. Um, Some of our members uh, have experienced the Presidential Emergency Board when American Airlines went on strike uh, during a previous uh, contract negotiation. Under the RLA, collective bargaining agreements don't expire. They merely become amendable, and that means the terms of the contract continue even after the amendable date. Stay tuned to upcoming episodes when we'll talk about the bargaining process and exactly what the National Mediation Board is. Thank you for listening.
0: Thank you for listening to Positive Rate, an Allied Pilots Association podcast.